0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we are doing Breaches of the Week, but truthfully... It's actually Saturday afternoon, early evening. My Sunday is crazy, so I'm recording this Saturday evening. So if the bomb drops and something massive happens between now and Sunday, you know I'll be covering it ASAP. Uh, obviously just not, uh, just not on Sunday. Uh, or if you sent me something between now and then, I'll get you next week here because I want to thank the following people that sent me a ton of this information. And that would be Jay Dance, Barrett Peterson, Brian Hodgson, and Evelyn Thomas. Thank you so much. Let's get going. We have no time to lose. And we are going to start with an interesting one because Australian software giant Atlassian and Envoy, which is a startup that provides workplace management services, are kind of at loggerheads this past Thursday over a data breach that exposed the data of thousands of Atlassian employees. Now, this was first reported by CyberScoop and the hacking group known as Sieged SEC leaked data on Telegram this past week that it claimed to have stolen from Atlassian. We're talking names, email addresses, work departments, phone numbers of approximately uh, 13,200 Atlassian employees, along with floor plans of Atlassian offices located in both San Francisco and Sydney, Australia. Now, Atlassian was quick to point uh, basically the finger of blame for this breach at Envoy. Now, Envoy, on the other hand, was just as quick to basically rebuff the claims. An Envoy spokesperson uh, talking to TechCrunch said that the startup is quote, not aware of any compromise on our systems And basically, they added that the research has shown that, quote, a hacker gained access to Atlassian's employees' valid credentials to pivot and access the Atlassian employee directory and office floor plans held within uh, Envoy or Envoy's app. In other words, uh, basically, Envoy is saying they weren't breached. Somebody stole credentials and logged right in. Atlassian is blaming Envoy. We'll see where that goes. Either way, not good for Atlassian or Envoy. Anyway, you cut it. Moving on. I want to give you a quick update on Equifax. Yes, that massive 2017 uh, data breach. And yes, if you got an email settlement uh, or rather an email regarding the Equifax breach settlement, that is indeed Real Now, if you were a victim of that breach, you are still eligible for a small sum of money that can be collected between January 23rd of 2020 through uh, basically January 22nd of 2024. According to their website, if you file before uh, the 2020 deadline or, or beginning, you are entitled up to $125 or free credit score monitoring. Either way, it screwed us all. But heads up, if you're getting breach settlement emails, uh, double check them, obviously, because you know there's going to be fishing tail to this. But there are legitimate breach settlement emails from Equifax going out, and they have done so in the past week. Moving on, let's talk about MKS Instruments, because on February 16th of this year, they filed a notice of breach with the Attorney General of Montana, apparently a ransomware attack in, uh, involving sensitive employee information, meaning, uh, obviously make making that accessible to its Third party. So, based on their filing, what we're talking about are um, names, social security numbers, employment history, dates of birth, bank account information, and protected health information. And they started sending out notifications. So, heads up to you if you work or have anything to do with MKS Instruments. Moving on. Let's talk about Regal Medical Group. This is actually one of the largest healthcare networks in Southern California, one of the most populous areas in the United States. This breach occurred on December 1st or around there on on December 2nd, after Regal employees started having difficulty accessing some of their servers. They did a review on December 8th, uh, malware was detected, they've been a victim of a cyber attack, and we are talking about names, social security numbers, address dates of birth, diagnosis and treatment, laboratory tests, prescription data, radiology reports, health plan member number and phone numbers so of your patient or employee of regal medical group look out for that breach notice you may eventually be entitled to compensation moving on let's talk about fortress go anywhere mft secure file transfer this is a platform that is used by many and this is going to be a big one i think because the clop ransomware gang claims to be behind an attack against that and talking to bleeping computer they said that they have breached and stolen data from now over 130 organizations organizations that use this platform. Klopp also said that they had allegedly stolen the data over a 10-day period after breaching Go Anywhere's uh, MFT servers uh, due to vulnerability exploits. <clears throat> the first one to have to announce this is Healthcare Giant, CHS, and if they literally have 130 or more, I'm going to be reporting on this for weeks. So heads up to you, if you use Fortra's Go Anywhere MFT secure file transfer, you definitely want to check in on that one. Moving on. Let's talk about RISE Interactive Media and Analytics. This is a digital media marketing company. They recently reported a breach to HHS, that's Health and Human Services, that impacted 54,509 individuals. Clearly, they are marketing for healthcare. Now, what we are talking about are patients' names, phone numbers, diagnosis, email addresses, expected delivery dates, and health insurance information all being impacted. So, if your health organization uses RISE Interactive Media and Analytics, and I do not expect you to know if they do or not... You might be getting a notice soon. I guess we're all just going to wait. Moving on, let's stick with the health care and talk about Wentworth Health Partners Garrison Women's Health, or GWH. We're talking about a data breach here that involved medical history, genetic information, medical record numbers, procedures, and lab results, claims and insurance information, and scheduling for upcoming appointments. I do not have more information than this other than they had a breach. So uh, Wentworth Health Partners Garrison Women's Health Heads up to you. Moving on, let's talk about Revenetics. This is an Omega healthcare company. Uh, So with with that, on February 10th of this year, they filed a notice with Montana after discovering that an attacker accessed uh, confidential information from their network based on their filing. What we are talking about are essentially consumer or patient names, social security numbers, dates of birth, Financial information, protected health information, and more. They also sent out breach letters as well. So heads up to you, Revenetics or Reventics uh, patients. Moving on. Let's head on down to education and talk about the Mount Pleasant Central School District because a data breach may have exposed information related to some of those students at that school district in northern Westchester. Now, the breach basically was announced by the school district superintendent on February 17th, who said that several student email passwords may have been compromised by this incident. After the data breach was discovered that past Friday, an investigation of the matter found that several passwords belonging to seventh grade students in that district had been posted to a shared Google... Google Classroom during the 20, uh, 2020 through 2021 school year, and after that document was found, it was immediately removed. In other words, somebody published a whole bunch of passwords publicly. They shouldn't have done that. Hopefully, they're okay. So heads up to you, Mount Pleasant Central School District in northern Westchester. Moving on, let's talk about the Teijin Automotive Technologies Company. On February 2nd, they filed a notice of data breach with Health and Human Services after learning that a ransomware attack compromised uh employee information we are talking about names addresses dates of birth social security uh, numbers health information policy uh, health inf- health insurance policy information and banking information after consuming uh, after basically confirming this they sent out notification letters to all 25,464 employees so if you work for tajian automotive Inter- uh, uh, technologies here in north america heads up moving on let's talk about online ordering platform m scripts for prescription needs certain patient files were uh, basically accessible on the internet without need for authentication between September 30 of 2016 through November 18th of 2022 so we're talking like 6ish years actually a little more than 6 mscript said a notice uh, said this on a notice on their website now the data included uh, order summaries prescription information and health insurance information though mscript said it had found no evidence that this was accessed or misused mscript has began notifying the 66372 patients of this incident and besides Banner Health, which is a big one, uh, basically uh, MScript customers also include Costco, Meyer, Giant Eagle, and Brookshire Brothers Pharmacy Chain. So this could get huge. Uh, hopefully not. Uh, MScript is usually a known good ordering platform, so we'll see what happens there. Moving on, let's talk about China's couriers. Uh, and this is interesting because uh, a few of these are in a bit of a boat, but apparently they're owned by one large company. Shares of Chinese courier, including ZTO Express, SF Holding, and Yunda Holding, basically uh, sank $4.5 billion uh, of their currency due to customers' private data, including information related to their delivery orders, uh, basically were leaked online. On February 12th, the main channels of an instant messaging uh, platform uh, on Telegram mass forwarded a link to a privacy info search bot now db app security said in a wechat article that online sources said the bot had a basically a 435 gigabyte database including 4.5 billion bits of personal information seemingly from china's e-commerce and express delivery platforms excuse me the one i just mentioned now the users if you knew where this bot was only needed to enter a mobile number, and that bot would provide the owner's real name, the delivery address, details, and other private information. So that is obviously a huge thing to China's courier system. We'll see where that goes. Moving on. Let's go back to healthcare. um, I'm sorry, education here in the United States and talk about Edmonds School District in the state of Washington because someone hacked into the Edmonds School District network, gaining access to private information on faculty, students, and parents. Now, according to the district, the attacker had access for about two weeks. We are talking social security numbers, driver's license uh, numbers, financial account info, medical info, student records, student identification numbers, dates of birth, and more. The district is warning parents of the possibility, obviously, of identity theft and Fraud and kids have clean uh, credit scores, so make sure you're freezing credit for your kids if they're under 14. You can do it. If they're over 14, they can do it, and I highly recommend they do. <laughs> Moving on, this is an interesting one as well. Let's talk about Burton Snowboards. That's right. This is the manufacturer of uh, basically what I think is probably like the number one snowboard manufacturer on the planet, or something like that. A snowboarder will tell me I'm an idiot and I'm wrong, but here we are. I know. I know the name. I also think they do apparel. Anyway. Burton Snowboards canceled all of their online orders February sixteenth. I mean, of course, I'm talking about them. You know what's going what's going to happen here. So they canceled all their online orders on February sixteenth, uh, basically following what they described as a cyber incident. "Quote: We are currently experiencing a system outage due to a recent cyber incident and are unable to process online orders at this time." That is an alert on their website. Now, in a separate statement, Burton also said that it's currently investigating the incident with outside experts. Hopefully, they'll get it done. In Lock it down now. While the company is working on restoring business operations that were impacted, orders are no longer being processed. They told customers who want to buy snowboarding gear or get it shipped to their location. uh, Basically, they're advised to go to the uh, basically a Burton store in person, meaning if you've got a local Burton store, hop on over there. Or there's a new online rental program that they have that is still up and running and not impacted by this data breach. So, heads up uh, basically, shredders out there. Can't get a new board anytime soon, at least from Burton. Moving on, let's talk about Pepsi Bottling Ventures. Obviously, this is the bottling side of PepsiCo, makers of Pepsi and a whole bunch of other products. Now, they suffered a data breach caused by a network intrusion that resulted in the installation of information-stealing malware, and that's according to their brief. Now, based on the results of their internal investigation, (coughs) excuse me, what we're talking about is employee information being impacted full name, home address, financial account information, including passwords, pins, and access numbers, state and federal government-issued IDs, driver's license, ID cards, social security numbers, passport information, digital signatures, information related to benefits and employment, such as health insurance claims and medical history. And in response to this incident, they've basically uh, implemented additional uh, network security measures, ASAP, such as resetting all passwords, and informed law enforcement. So Pepsi, or specifically Pepsi Bottling Co. or Pepsi Bottling ventures, heads up to you, your employees not having a good week. And if you're a professional cricket fan, then heads up, because this next data breach is unfortunately for you. And for the record, I'm going to say this, I have tried to figure out cricket. Nobody has been able to explain to me how on earth this game actually works, but I know it is beloved around the world, especially having spent a lot of time in countries where cricket is all the rage. So some of cricket's all-time greats and current superstars have had their passport information exposed. This is according to a cybersecurity researcher that said he found batches of players' personal data online. So... Let's go down the list here because Pakistan and West Indies legends Wasim Akram and Chris Gale were among more than 500 famous cricketers that were affected by this data breach. Also, current stars such as the big scoring batsman Ian Bell and Pakistan captain Mohammed Babar Azam were also part of this breach. I don't know who those people are, but if you're in the cricketing world, I'm sure your eyes are being raised right now. Now, on top of this, Indian, New Zealand, and Afghan players were also affected. And this is according to, uh, Uh, Eddie Zaz-Mosheen, a UK-based researcher... Who shared his findings with Forbes? Where I'm getting this information now? Many of the passports that were found were still valid at the time of publication. <coughs> some had recently expired. Phone numbers and email addresses of some of these players and their agents were also in the data discovered. Forbes was able to validate the veracity of this data found by Mosheen after representatives or Mosin, excuse me, after representatives for England International, Eon Morgan, and Afghanistan's Rashid Khan confirmed that their passport images for those two particular players were legitimate. Management for England stars Ian Bell and Henry Brooks also confirmed their passport details were correct and three team managers confirmed their contact details were indeed accurate. So however or whoever is storing uh, basically uh, information on the cricket stars of the world, past and current, Clearly has some kind of leak, and it is out there. So if you, I guess, if you look hard enough, and you want the home address of Ian Bell uh, from England, you could probably find it and go be a groupie and camp out. Unfortunately, that sucks. Hopefully, that will get uh, up to date. And obviously, when you're talking about people that have you know fame in any which way, including cricket stars, you want to make sure they're keeping their anonymity because people are crazy people are stalkers we'll see where that goes so good luck to all of them even though I don't understand your sport I'm sure you're very good at it moving on let's talk about GoDaddy and I think this is going to be a big one as well because web hosting giant GoDaddy said that it suffered a breach where unknown attackers stole source code and installed malware on its servers after breaching its cPanel shared hosting environment in a multi-year attack now while GoDaddy discovered the security breach following customer reports in early December of 2022 that basically Basically, their sites were being used to redirect to random domains. The attackers had access to GoDaddy's network for multiple years. Quote: Based on our investigation, we believe these incidents are part of a multi-year campaign by a sophisticated threat actor group that, among other things, installed malware on our systems and obtained pieces of code related to some services within GoDaddy. That is according to their SEC filing. In other words, the attackers uh, uh, maintained persistence for years. The company also said. And this is interesting that previous breaches disclosed in November of 2021 and March of 2020 were also linked to this campaign. So is this just an incredibly persistent ransomware gang that is just using this slowly for profit over time? Is this an intelligence agency? We don't know. But GoDaddy is one of the largest providers, at least here in the United States and North America. And so we're going to see where this goes. That is obviously a very huge problem. So if you're hosting websites with GoDaddy, you definitely got to make sure that you're checking. Checking these things out obviously GoDaddy I would hope has um, essentially excised any infection or malicious software in their platforms but you never know make sure you're getting that checked And finally and we have a couple of finalies for you. The first one we're going to talk about is the country of Sweden, because they have seen in the last week or two, multiple attacks on multiple major institutions in that country. Now the threat actor group, and here's what's going on the threat actor group, Anonymous Sudan, has claimed responsibility for the chain of cyber attacks that occurred in the past week or so on Swedish healthcare infrastructure. The group also claimed cyber attacks on infrastructures of educational institutions throughout Sweden. And the claims come days after the threat group then listed major several and minor airports in Sweden also as their victims in a recent post on the hackers collectives uh, the hacker collectives telegram page boasts of attacking Sweden's health sector uh, also in the future, meaning they're gearing up for more. Now, the Sudan-based group said that the reason behind this string of cyber attacks was the recent activities in Sweden and the Netherlands, which hurt their religious sentiments. In other words, uh, basically, and and per all accounts, they are Islamic, or at least an extremist version of Islam is what they are following, and therefore, um, essentially what we've seen publicly regarding that religion in those, those two countries has obviously rankled. Them and they're on the attack. So we're going to see these things continue, especially. When you're looking at any religious extremism uh, groups that have the ability to hack or have those that are aligned with them that have the ability to hack, this is going to continue to be an issue. And so, good luck to Sweden. Uh, you know, good luck to the Netherlands as well. And uh, hopefully, everything will turn out right. Hopefully, Interpol and law enforcement will be able to arrest these people before more damage is done. But the nas- national infrastructure of Sweden, airports, education, uh, you know, healthcare, have all been under attack. And that is never good as that is servicing the general population. And God forbid somebody dies because a hospital goes down and an ambulance has to be rerouted miles, or in this case, kilometers and kilometers away. (coughs) Moving on, let's talk. And then the last, finally, we have, we're going to talk about the FBI or Federal Bureau of Investigation because reportedly they are investigating malicious cyber activity on their network. Now, the federal law enforcement agency said that it already contained the quote-unquote isolated incident and is working to uncover the scope of the overall impact. And I quote, "...the FBI is aware..." of the incident and is working to gain additional information. That is according to U.S. Domestic Intelligence and uh, Security Service spokesperson for the FBI talking to Bleeping Computer, quote, this is an isolated incident that has been contained as this is an ongoing investigation. The FBI does not, ha- does not have further comment to provide at this time, end quote. Now, CNN first reported uh, basically on this this past Friday that this was a hacking incident involving an FBI New York field office computer system used to investigate charges. Child sexual exploitation—obviously, not a good thing to go down, especially if you're actively tracking predators. So, I'm not a fan of that. An FBI spokesperson was not immediately available uh, when Bleeping Computer reached out, um, basically earlier today. And so, we'll see what happens here. But obviously, when this is a when when we see the FBI or other law enforcement agencies as big or as complex as the FBI get hit just around the globe, it's obviously deeply concerning. If you recall, recently. A joint intelligence-sharing platform known as InfraGuard between FBI and uh, basically the uh, Department of Homeland Security was also recently compromised, and a lot of the core functionality was shut down for InfraGuard members. Full disclosure, I happen to be one of those members, so that was not a fun day, and it hasn't been since. <laughs> so, those were your breaches of the week. Another crazy week. Again, I did this uh, Saturday evening, uh, so if you sent me something on Sunday and you didn't see it or hear it here, understand. I'll get to it next week. Thank you for your patronage. Thank you for listening and watching, and were you affected? Let me know. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. and please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. Hit that bell, and as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.